Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is just on the other side of the PlayStation, the Sony conference. We're going to get this recap just started in uh, any second. It's going to happen. It's coming. They're sitting down right now, panic. It's shortly going to begin. Things are happening. We're going to talk about it, but uh, first, no, no, it is just seconds away. We are, in fact, going to talk about uh, some games, and it's, yeah, they're they're coming out on stage. At any moment, we are going to begin. Last of Us 2 happened, Panic. They took us to church, bro. Yep, they did. They this took us. They, they they took us to church on Malta. So there's a, there's a multiple meanings in, in that. If you thought about it, I suppose. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, uh, the last was two happened. If we didn't know already that Ellie uh, was uh, was gay, then we know now, and uh, that was a very wet sounding kiss it was in stereo sound in my headphones it was lovely uh to hear all of the mouth sounds <laughs> for that you, but you uh, truly understood the art and effort yeah, the that went into the mixing of yes. the conference because they clearly did not hire the nasl sound guy no definitely not or uh, at the very least definitely not the ubisoft team because i, I know well, you the, didn't see... i think the nasl sound guy was on the ubisoft team for it had to have been uh honest to god so yeah, it was uh, it was quite something. But yes, Last of Us Two happened. We got some gameplay. It was actual gameplay, but it was also like tool assisted gameplay, and <laughs> that it was so well set up that uh, it was obviously extremely it was, well scripted. Yeah, it was extremely well scripted. It basically just ended up looking like a cutscene by the end of it. Oh. But uh, yeah, it it looks uh, surprise. It's a Naughty Dog game. It looks great. It sounds great. Looks like it plays uh, pretty well and just kind of in line with the the uh, the first game but uh, a lot more intense I would say there's some intensity intensity very atmospheric yeah for sure um that was uh, probably the biggest takeaway from what we got to see was just how intense that game uh in terms of the tone is likely to be um so that happened that was really cool there was a needlessly long banjo introduction uh, before we actually got to saw that uh, that long trailer, but it happened, and then they swapped venues, and in between we uh, we got uh, some some little tidbits like Black Ops Three is going to be free with PlayStation Plus starting tonight, Destiny Two getting that Forsaken uh, DLC coming September fourth. Uh, oh, there was the guy with the epic flute. Yeah. There's two franchises I didn't care about that you just mentioned, so yeah, that, that's, well, that's my recap on those two. Yeah, the, but Epic Flute Guy, I think everyone can appreciate yeah. Epic Flute Guy. Uh, yeah, that was, yeah, he brought it home. That was quite impressive. Definitely brought it back around just in time for us to see Ghost of Tsushima. I'll let you give your thoughts on that, uh, that so, first. Um, are we posting the actual full videos from the conference, like talk along or no? Yes, yeah, those are okay. those go to YouTube, and then these uh, recaps go to the RSS right. feeds. Yeah, no, just so if anyone actually has gone ahead and watched that, I was talking about how I was actually a little disappointed in the graphics, but um, I was thinking about it more as the conference went on, and I when one of the guys had mentioned it, I realized that, no, it actually probably was very intentional the way they did all of that, um, and I, it's now grown on me a lot more. Like, I just remembered how all those old samurai movies looked, um, mm. and just... It looks very meticulously detailed, especially with the color saturation and how they did all the colors. Um, 
So it was one of the, when I started thinking about it more, I'm looking back and I'm like, I'm really glad I have a PlayStation Pro because I'm going to really enjoy that game. <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty pumped. Um, it looked like a mix of a bunch of like games that we already kind of have out. Like it has kind of like the moving around and like, and like skulking around kind of like Tomb Raider and like Horizon Zero Dawn, but the combat system kind of looked interesting. I'm, I, I need to see more. Because there wasn't a lot. Of, it looked like it was like in some mode where there's no UI or anything. So I'm curious how that combat system kind of evolves or how you know the moves and stuff. Yeah, it for sure. Very, it seemed very like technical. It's very it's very possible too that just for the sake of the of showing it off that they just turned the, the UI the, off. The UI yeah. off. Um, because it, it, it very was technical and like rock paper scissors mechanicy. So yeah. it could be very cool. Yeah, which would make sense. You know, they did that kind of with Neo, where they yeah. the the stances um, played a big role in in you know how effective you were going to be in combat. And I suspect it's probably going to be very much the same uh, with that game. Stylistically, yeah, it looks fantastic, super cinematic. Uh, the scenes that we saw. If you if you didn't get a chance to see it yet, definitely go check out what they showed at the Sony conference because uh, it was it was uh, very pretty to look at for sure. Actually, might be my favorite from the conference. Uh, it was it was definitely, it, yeah. It's probably mine too. It's pretty close. I mean, there was some big heavy hitters uh, for the Sony conference. Honestly, uh, it was pretty impressive. Uh, the next game that we saw was Control by Remedy. Uh, kind of looked like a bit like Quantic, uh, Quantum Break, but like way better combat. Uh, I guess. Um, but yeah, it definitely, when we were watching it, the first thing coming up my mouth was it, this looks like Max Payne. And then we found out later that it was remedy that made the game and it all made sense. Uh, but, uh, what was your takeaway on that one? Um, that one did not resonate with me at all. Um, like I looked at it and I played a bunch of remedy games in the past. Um, I'll, I'll wait and see on that one. Like I, I loved Alan Wake. I love Max Payne. Um, I, I even like quantum break a lot, but I, that one, for some reason it didn't, it didn't resonate with me. Mm, yeah. The, I, I wasn't like dying to play it myself. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It did. It, it just didn't, it seemed uninspired. Like, I, I feel yeah. like if I, if every time I see a game now that has a, a scene where you're in a room where all the walls are, are just cube, uh, cubed up and moving, mm-hmm. And every like, I feel like that, that shit is like two thousand and eight. I just it's I, getting I overdone. Yeah, I don't need to see that anymore. Like, come up with a different way of showing me that this is a weird and wonderful room that like I'm inception. in. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I agree. Didn't really, didn't really grab me. Maybe it turns out yeah. to be a good game. It is, it is remedy. So we'll have to keep tabs on it. But didn't really grab me right off the the bat. What did grab me and probably many other people was that we immediately got to roll right into Resident Evil 2's remake. That's a ground-up remake on that bad boy with the uh, the Resident Evil 4 combat style coming January mm-hmm. 2019. What did you think about what we saw for that? Um, I'm So this is the tricky part for me. Um, mm. I'm not a horror game person. Mm-hmm. So like, I wasn't a huge fan of the Resident Evil stuff. Um, but that, that being said, I understand like the significance of the franchise, and it looked awesome. It's not like my time, my kind of game. I always, yeah, like, I don't like jump scare games. That's perfectly fair. Uh, Resident Evil Two, uh, 
It's like an iconic game. It is an iconic game. I mean, the first three really are iconic, and then four, four, uh, four is odd. I I don't actually really like this, is, which is going to sound absolutely insane. I don't like four's combat style, the over the shoulder thing. Um, I just preferred when I just preferred the even with the tank controls, you know, the the isometric camera, yeah, uh, the the baked in camera views because. It just, it, like in a weird way, despite the fact that you know, if the controls were better, which they inevitably got better within the genre where people were using that style of camera, um, it it adds to the atmosphere because you don't get to just free look everywhere you go, kind of kind of thing. And um, I don't know, it just always felt weird to me when they changed it, and it made it feel too actiony. That was the other thing. Was it, Resident Evil went from a survival horror to just like an action shooter? Yeah. Uh, after that, and so it was. They kind of my... lost their essence to what they were doing. They didn't. They they kind of lost grasp of what it was. Yeah, and so some people uh, are definitely more like of a movies. fan of that. Yeah, but I, I wasn't necessarily one of those people. So hopefully they 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 take that combat style, but they they make it less about that and more about feeling like uh, a survival horror which is what the original did so hopefully they they can keep that but it looked great um obviously you know this is 2018 we're getting a complete ground up remake um definitely looked good and i'm sure it's going to make a lot of people happy oh yeah after we, that we were, talking, we were actually talking about it like i uh, i know you and jeff are going to jump on and nate's definitely mm. going to jump on a lot of people we know are just going to be all it will be streamed that. heavily yeah. Uh, I will just toss that out there. It will it will be streamed heavily by many, 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 many people for sure. Uh, after that, we got Trover Saves the Universe, which was like the the sort of Rick and Morty thing with the voice actors and everything. And it didn't really... They tried to be funny. They weren't. Uh, that's shocking. I know. Um, I don't even know what the game is because they spent more I. time on the shtick than the actual game. So... Um, you know, I'm Pickle Rick. Kingdom Hearts yeah. 3. Kingdom Hearts 3 happened. Again. But this time we saw something different panic. It wasn't yeah. the same trailer that we saw everywhere else, thank God. We actually got more, to a degree. And that was in uh, the form of uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean cast of characters. Is it Caribbean or Caribbean? I think it's just, you know whether or not you swallowed your saliva before you say the word so, potato, potato potato yeah Got exactly it. yeah but what was um, your what, what what did like are you a kingdom hearts person because i feel so, like you're either a, a diehard or you just don't fucking care like, so at here's all. the catch here's the catch um i love that style of game but i wasn't a playstation person back when the first ones came out mm. so um i was early on i was like dreamcast and xbox um and because like my cousins and stuff had the PlayStation, so we'd always get the other console. Um, plus, my brother and I were like into different types of games at the time, and PlayStation didn't have that kind as much. Mm. So, Kingdom Hearts is one of those games that I've always wanted to play. But and three looks awesome, but at the same time, um, especially at the end of their little segment where they showed all the different ones, it's just way too daunting for me to like sit down and be like, yeah, I'm going to play through these like 500 hours of games to try to get an idea. No, that's not on my list. Um, Yeah. I I may want it to be because it looks awesome. Yeah. I'm, 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 
people hate me for this, honest to God, because it's one of those games. It's like when I say that I think that I think Nier Automata isn't nearly as good as people make it out to be. Um, I think the Kingdom Hearts games are are pretty are just overrated. In um, I wouldn't. I, again, I don't. I'm jumping in. I don't. I don't think they're necessarily overrated. Like from what I've seen, they're extremely well executed and well done. But I, it's kind of like that whole Harry Potter phenomenon where people are just like yeah. diehard fanatics of it. But you have to realize it is kind of geared toward. It's like uh, no, but it's like say, an adult game geared towards younger kids. Well, that's that's fine. Like I've pl- I've played lots of games that are geared yeah. towards younger people. I don't give a shit about the age yeah. range of the game. Like it doesn't bother me at all. I, when I say it's not well, uh, uh, it's it's overrated. It's not because yeah. it's a kiddie game and I don't want to play kiddie games. That's not it at all. I mean, and I would challenge you on that because I will watch streams of people playing this game and the diehards obviously going and watching and then everyone is constantly saying, yeah, you know, this part isn't all that great and that part's not all that great. And by the time it's all said and done, you realize that like 90% of this shit is nostalgia and and the game isn't actually all that fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's just, It's just, do you like Disney characters and did you play this game when you were eight? This is like the 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 two <laughs> features behind Kingdom Hearts because you watch that trailer, honest to God, you can objectively fucking tell me that that game looks truly fantastic and isn't just cringy ass dialogue, even for a children's type. Like I like they're making they're not making this game for eight year olds anymore. Panic! This this, oh, this yeah, is a, this is a game that's like six, seven, eight years in the making. They know that their audience is now old as fuck. You get a bunch of people in their mid late twenties. Uh, or, or older, getting ready to play this game. So, like, just the the cringe factor is real, <laughs> and it's about and it's about Disney. If you like Disney, everything else about this game is pretty much not going to matter. Because again, when I went and and I was curious about Kingdom Hearts when three started being talked about more, I went back and just watching streams and finding people who loved the game because I want to know what you know what was why why are they so much in love with this game? And all I saw even from the diehards was, you know, this part isn't all that great. And you, know, you just gotta, you know, you'll get past this part. And it's okay. And this on rail shooter thingy isn't all that great. Or this segment's not all that hot. This, this boss is really annoying. And you know, this, it's just like, it's like an endless list of, of, you know, if this and but that's and, and whatever. And, and it's rarely like, this is just, you know, this was a really cool mechanic and this was, this is awesome. And the writing was, was great. And the, you know, it's amazing. And, yeah. So anyway, it's what it, it's whatever. Kingdom Hearts three is going to be huge. It's going to sell lots of copies, and people are going to be very happy with it. Yeah. And it will sell Playstations. And I'm thrilled for everyone who loves it. Uh, it's like what Jeff said. Disney fans are a totally different breed. It's a wildly, wildly different breed. Uh, but it, it, it at least graphically looks like a like it's nice. Um, it looks like they put a lot of thought and effort into it. Like I was looking at some of the other worlds they had in there, yep. with the characters and stuff. Yep, it's some pretty high quality animation. So. Yeah, um, I hope that it runs better than we saw in the trailers because there was yeah, a whole lot of really low frame rates. Yeah, lots and lots of low low frame rate jank. But uh, they've got some time to tune it up yet, so uh, that's just fine. Then we got lots and lots of questions because we saw Death Stranding. With like the first what you could call gameplay, I suppose, uh, and then hints at what is likely to become gameplay elements based on what we saw would be how I would word it. Uh, I only had one word for everything we saw oh, in Death Stranding. What was what's that word? Gay. 
K? Nani? There's just a whole lot of just question marks everywhere. It was it's the meme. It's the meme guy with the question marks appearing. Just K? Like, what just happened? Yeah, just what What did I just witness? Lots of babies again. Lots of, of just questions brought up. But um, I got more questions than answers. It looked good. It's it's still intriguing to me. It's it's shock value is definitely Norman there in Reedus. spots. Norman Reedus is in the game. Mads Mickelson is in the game. What what else do you want? Kojima is running wild by himself without uh, without Konami. So, you know, this is gonna again come out eventually, but um, that's probably not gonna be a game I'm gonna play. But I'm probably gonna read a lot about it and then watch some other people play. That's perfectly fair. I think it's going to be a game that's going to be, be a long ass game. Yeah, I think it's probably going to be long. It's going to be like eighty hours of cutscenes, knowing Kojima, and um, it might even be something that I watch instead of play. I, I, I don't have time for that kind of investment. Yeah, as awesome as it looks, uh, I'll also just be confused. It's tough. I mean, we'll see what happens when it comes out. Maybe it doesn't end up being eighty hours of cutscenes, and Kojima takes us for a bit of a of a spin. But uh, definitely. There's still there. You know what's great about this game is that even though we've seen you know multiple trailers and we've we're starting to see gameplay and whatnot, despite all of that, we still don't have like a single answer to anything, and we're still asking more questions. Mm-hmm. That's that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Normally, by this point, because of the way it's written or what's being shown, people are capable of breaking that down. This game is so wild. That, that no one has any clue what's going on. No one on. has a, an absolute clue about what's happening. So that's quite impressive to me. Quite impressive to me. So Death Stranding happened. Then there was a curveball. Out of nowhere, Neo 2 crops up. Uh, I kind of like thought to myself, maybe Neo 2 happens. Uh, I didn't mean at E3 this year, but I thought, you know, Neo was relatively successful. Neo. I thought they'd save Neo for like another trade event or something. Yeah. But, but they, they didn't just dropped it there. They were just they just wanted to bury Microsoft as, as under as much dirt as humanly possible and they just said, you know, fuck it, toss toss Neo 2 out there. Make it happen. Um we didn't see a heck of a lot. We just saw enough to know that it was Neo 2. That's but, pretty much just a teaser intro. But if you if you know Neo, odds are you're already on board because Neo was a, a really uh well done game. And if they can expand on that and tighten it up for the second one, that's even better. Uh and I'm sure it's gonna do very well. After that, Spoderman. Give me your thoughts on Spoderman. So I've, I've randomly brought it up in the podcast, I think, before, but in general, um, there was this really old game that Bungie made called Oni, um, where it was like a based on like an anime universe thing, and it had a very well done for its time because this game was like I remember Oni, fi- yeah, like fifteen years ago, yeah, yeah. Um, but it had a really kick ass martial arts and fighting system, um, and I had always thought that Arkham was going to give me that fighting style, but it didn't quite capture it. But I was watch- like watching that video, like the combat in Spider-Man, if it plays out like it did in that trailer or the gameplay demo they did, would be pretty friggin' sick. And I finally think it's like the good pace of like speed, um, melee combat, range combat, and like jumping around. I-, I think it'll be awesome. That's actually between that and Ghost of Tsushima, those were probably the two things I actually liked the most in the Sony conference. Mm. Um, Spider-Man, from what I saw there, um, that's probably 
going to be on my I'm going to pick it up as soon as it comes out list. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Just because I, I, I've, been, I've been looking for that kind of action game for a while. I know yeah. that's kind of a little different from what you guys were talking about when you guys initially saw it last year. Well, well, Jeff then. was Jeff was pr- was yeah, pretty he was, positive. He was pretty into it too. Yeah, I was like, just nothing negative. You guys were just like, I don't know if I'm gonna like get that immediately, but it looked cool. Yeah, like my my takeaway from it is is just that what tends to happen with these games is that it shows very well, and then when you get it, it you and you can't quite make it look like the way that you saw it. When you when you see it at these shows, yeah, it it, does, it, kinda, it takes it it takes away from it a bit, and then it just becomes like another button masher, kind of like the Arkham mm. games are all button mashers at the end of the day. Um, so, like you can make them not button mashers, but I'm going to say the vast majority of people. I actually disagree on the Arkham part there because, like, yeah, you could mash buttons, but like once you got the hang of the combat system, there was actually like a like Rocksteady got a really good feel for timing and pacing so like knowing when to do your hits and dodges and stuff so i feel like they kind of had that down no so and I, have i'm a not robust system. I, that's why i was elaborating yeah. a bit there is okay. that is that i but i still think that the majority of people that played it what when i say button mashing i'll clarify a bit more is i don't literally mean face rolling your you know your controller or keyboard but more about the fact that you end up finding comfortably a couple of combinations that just seems to work into your situation and you just roll with it. You know, there's not, I, I didn't see that many people and a lot of people streamed those Batman games whenever they yeah. came out. I didn't see a heck of a lot of people experimenting like crazy and, and doing some wild shit. They'd find like a handful of stuff that would just work and they just roll with it. And then every combat situation looked pretty damn similar. And so when we when I saw Spider-Man last year and Spider-Man now, and it looked so fluent, and it looked absolutely amazing, the combat. It looked great. He was jumping off pillars. He was environmental kind of interactions. There's tons of, uh, of just interactions with, with even stuff that the enemies were holding in terms of like shields and whatnot, and uh, really doing some... Uh, spectacular stuff and like super fluid chase sequences and I just I just know that that's not likely going to be what the game actually ends up kind of playing out like um, it, it can but the odds are pretty slim and so that's my only concern with it otherwise I think it looks great I think it sounds mm-hmm. great um, I think that it looks it seems like it has a, a pretty good premise a premise you can kind of by the end of that trailer you had an idea of where the story was going to be going uh, to a degree you know they're keeping they're keeping some of their stuff close to their chest but you can kind of tell where where it's ultimately going and uh, yeah I, I think it looked it looked good overall for sure and I'm, I'm gonna be uh, watching it from a distance that one's probably gonna be one I, I watch Jeff will probably end up playing I'm sure on yeah. on stream or something. Uh, and I'll, I'll watch him play it. But uh, no, it, it looks like it's coming along real well, for sure. Nice. Then the last thing, after the conference had technically ended, and then they were like, but wait, there's more. Like, it was an afterthought, but it happened. They announced a FromSoft game that's a VR title. And I... I I still totally don't, missed it. I still, <laughs> totally don't, missed it. I still don't know what the name was for this game. Uh, but, uh, it was basically, I don't even know what it, what it was. It, it almost Deracine looked, or Deracine. It was, yeah, it was something, it, it had, a, it, it looked French cause it had a couple of like accents yeah. and, it, and it's the, like, a, it just, it looked like it was probably a French name, but I couldn't quite 
figure it out because I, I read so, it I read the text and then I, I heard the guy at the very far left of the table say the name and he absolutely I'm positive he had to have butchered it and then I so, just couldn't figure it out. I pulled up some text um, and it says here's how Sony describes it. Okay. As a spirit summoned by a young girl in a secluded boarding school, the player must prove its existence and build a unique bond with the students through clever interactions. As the mystery of the story unfolds, the spirit must use its ability to manipulate the forces of life and time to change the fate of the pupils. Wow. That's wild. Okay. All right. Well, that sounds intriguing anyway. Mm. I don't know why it needs to be in VR, but I guess ultimately there's probably going to be some mechanics that end up making that make sense. Uh, but uh, definitely, it's 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 different from the usual from software to say the least. So we'll keep to, we'll keep tabs on it when we find out some more, and maybe we see more at the the show this year uh, or. Maybe we have to wait a bit longer, uh, maybe TGS or something at, at some point. I don't know. But um, yeah, there you have it. There, that was that was Sony's whole show. It was a good show, aside from the fact that they stalled I like crazy after Last of Us yeah. 2. I didn't really see anything bad. Like I enjoyed everything I saw. Yeah. Things that weren't necessarily my speed, but I, I think it was pretty well executed. There wasn't anything particularly new here either. A lot of the yeah. stuff we had seen last year at Last E3 um is there anything you would have wanted to see like for me i was thinking like ff7 just even anything update wise but like when i knew when we didn't see that at, at square enix's i was pretty sure we weren't going to yeah. see it at sony's um i'm a little i'm a little surprised we didn't because i feel like the community is probably a little iffy uh about that anyone who knows that they've basically lost a year or two worth of progress because they had to uh, back away from their collaborative work with that developer and and move it in house. So uh, have, being able to see some of it might have been able to like put some people, you know, at ease. Uh, and it's a it's kind of wild to me that it wasn't there uh, in in some way, shape, or form. So that's definitely I would agree with that one. Uh, I know it was a little soon, but part of me was hoping for some sort of just I didn't need to see gameplay or anything, but I just wanted to see you know, Horizon Zero Dawn as a sequel, that it's it's that it's happening, it's in the works, it's coming. And just tell me that it's like the end of 2019 because I have a feeling that's yeah. probably what we're going to see anyway is 2019, but maybe they're holding it close to the chest until uh, next E3 and then they'll be able to say coming. You they know, probably don't want people dissecting it too much. In the fall, yeah, exactly. But uh, that that was really the only thing I could, the only two that I would I would say. I don't think there was too much more outside of that. Um, they pretty much nailed everything else, including the guy with the epic flute. What more can you ask for when you get all of that plus the epic flute guy? So there you have it. Ladies and gentlemen, I guess that's going to be just about it for the, the Sony presser. Uh, that was a wild day. I've got some more editing to do to upload this stuff. It was four conferences in one day. We made it happen. Uh, tomorrow, Tuesday... Uh, is the final conference. It's Nintendo's Treehouse event thing. Uh, so we'll be, or I'll be there anyway. And then uh, I know Panic will be, will be at a, work. Panic will be at work, and Jeff will probably be, I don't know, uh, racing some Asian in a tuned out Honda Civic somewhere in, in Halifax. Um, but I'll be here for that, and we'll see what Nintendo has to bring to the table. 
But uh, that's it for our coverage for this. So thank you so much for listening once again. And until we see you tomorrow, enjoy your E3. Thank you.